going on, y'all? Today's guest is a friend of mine. She's actually living out of her van, going state to state, across the country, uh, just traveling and living out of her van with her cat. And it's one of the coolest things that I've seen because it takes a lot to do that. It takes, you know, uh, there's a lot of alone time and there's a lot of being independent and a lot of just being by yourself and getting uncomfortable with things. So it's cool to see that. It's cool to see someone else like do these kind of experiences. So we get to hear what she's going through and what she's experienced along the way. And it was a pretty cool conversation, and we started having some fun, you know. So, hope you guys enjoy it. This is Ali Bove. It's, it's my foundation. It's my faith. It's my work ethic. It's my drive. It's everything that I've tried to build for myself that has made me who I am. Some people, they're like, oh, you should do a podcast. I'm like, look, I'm happy to just get like Instagram photos up because it's a hassle when you're by yourself and then they're like oh, you should be on TikTok I'm like you know how it's time consuming and it's chaos with a cat and yeah. trying to do it by yourself it's hard so I'm like you know I'm, I'm doing what I can <laughs> maybe one day what's going on y'all I just want to take a break for a second and I really want to be honest with you that I haven't been motivated to work out I really haven't had to drive I haven't had any kind of just push or focus to work out until I started taking this pre-workout by Black Market Labs called Cuts. And it's also going to help me burn fat that I need to burn. It acts as a fat burner and also acts as a pre-workout. So I take it before I work out. I have drive. I have endurance. I have focus. And I just never want to stop. So I get through my whole workout without feeling lazy, without feeling lethargic, and I just keep going. So it's going to push you more than you would ever believe, and I love this pre-workout, and that's why we're carrying it at Strong Tower Nutrition. And for you podcast listeners at stnutrition.com, just use the code STRONG, and you get 10% off. So this product is not in yet, but it will be. So keep your eyes open at stnutrition.com. For more details and more products soon to come. So you travel across the country by yourself and you just like sleep in parking lots and stuff. Not always <laughs> in parking lots. Um, so how it kind of works is west of the Mississippi, there's a lot more public land. It's called BLM land. Okay. And it's Bureau of Land Management. And that's pretty much all public. Like anybody can go on it. You can camp. Um, but east of the Mississippi, it's very limited. That's why it's a lot harder to do like van life or like this nomadic life out here. So you do more boondocking. Um, right. And boondocking is when you're like stealth camping in um, parking lots. So Man. sometimes I do the Walmarts. But so does that scare just, you? Um, personally, like, I think I like being in parking lots sometimes better because I know there's other people around, Right. Um, especially when there's like, you know, I generally only stay if there's other people doing the same thing. Like there will be, you know, 10 RVs or other camper vans. So then I know that there's other people close by 
Whereas a few times when I'm like wilderness camping on public land and I'm completely by myself, like in the middle of the woods, you know, sometimes the cell service is spotty. I think that's scarier. So I like public land camping better, but I like public land camping when I at least know there's other people around. Yeah. That makes sense. No, it does. Because like, I think because parking lots and stuff, they have those, the, the lights like the bright lights and yeah. stuff like that. So it's, it, I guess it's more, you know, more comfortable doing that. And it, it just depends because some part, like some places, like even Walmart, mm-hmm. um, it's not across the board that they allow overnight camping. Like some of them, they don't, yeah. but then even there's some like public spots. Like I was at a public place two nights ago and there's like 20 of us, but like the cops like still drive by and not, to me, I'm like, oh, the cops drove by, like reassurance, because it's just kind of nice, like, but they're not there to, you know, kick you out. It's just kind of like monitoring, making sure that everything's safe. Right. Um, but sometimes, like, even the parking lot will have like a security person driving around. So I don't know. I at first maybe I was a little more scared, but now I'm getting more comfortable with it. So I'm yeah. like learning, you know, to get used to it. I guess. So how long has it been so far? So I had planned on getting on the road last March and then COVID hit. So I had to, like my build was 75% done and I was going to go away, do some traveling and then come back and finish some stuff like my roof deck. Um, But then I got put on hold and I didn't leave until September. And then I was on the road for four months, pretty much came back for Christmas, um, worked on the van, fixed a few things, had like doctor appointments, um, things that I need to be stationary for. And then I just hit the road again. So kind of like going backwards, kind of going backwards. What got you even to do this? You know, what brought, what brought <laughs> that to your mind to like, Oh, I want to do this, you know? Um, so like you said, uh, I was dating someone and we kind of had plans to travel and then, you know, life happens and that didn't work out and like blessing in disguise. But I was, I was venting to my parents one day. I was like, you know what? I, I don't need him. I'm just going to live in a van and travel by myself. Like it was my, my plans to travel. Yeah. Like, you know, it's something that I had wanted to do. So then I was like, well, you know what? I'm the only one stopping myself. Like I, I can do that. And then I started looking into it and I was like, oh my goodness, look, there's so much information out here. And I, I knew nothing at the time. And I was like barely dipping my toes into the information. Like, I think I did it all from Pinterest and like a few pictures on Instagram. And I was just, I was so naive, so naive, but it worked out. <laughs> okay. So it all started with just, you wanted to travel. Yeah. So I, I mean, I had a really good job, um, but I always wanted to visit out West and I just Mm. felt like, you know, working a Monday to Friday, like nine to five job that for me personally, like what I was doing, I couldn't, if I took off more than four or five days, I, I would be really overwhelmed when I came back. Um, so, or like I would have to work ahead a lot or then I'd be behind, so then anything more than that just didn't seem feasible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the places out West, like it wouldn't, I couldn't do a long weekend getaway because it didn't do it justice or like the time to fly there wasn't worth it. Um, 
so then one day I just realized it was like black and white. I was like, if like I'm working way too hard for the weekend. And at the time I was 26. I was like, I'm literally like working to live. And this is what a bunch of my parents, friends, and like people their age always said, like, you know, I wish I hadn't worked so much. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to work this hard. I'd rather, you know, work for myself and then be able to travel. And it just, I don't know, it all kind of fell into place at the same time where I was realizing, you know, had that little epiphany about like, I'm working to live and then wanting to travel. And yeah. No, I don't blame you. I feel, I feel the same way. I, th- I think the same way too. Cause I, you know, I always try and tell people is like, uh, you're out here working to live or we need to work to live, but we don't live to work. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't have to be your life. Like do stuff that you love to do. Go do something that you want to do. Like you can always find work. And that's exactly like I, you know, I'm um, trying to start my own, my own business online, but like worst case scenario, there's always more jobs and I can always get another job. Or, I mean, I don't think I'll, like, be a nomad forever, but Mm -hmm. in the meantime, like, you know, I'm still building my resume, so one day when I want to get a job again, I can, but, like, I'm not going to waste what are some of the best years of my life working to save up for retirement to then, like, only have my adventures and travel then, because by then, you know, your health might not be as good. Who knows? We might all die tomorrow. Like at least I lived. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's the whole thing. But are you doing anything? Are you doing anything for work now? Or did you, are you just going off savings? So I, I had really good savings before this, which is what I've um, primarily funded my trip from so far, but I finally have my LLC registered. So that was one of my things I wanted to do when Mm. I was home. And now I have my own digital marketing business online. Oh, wow. That's something I wanted to do for a while and it took a little longer to get together. Um, but I used everything for my van to kind of figure out how to navigate um, and promote things from a business profile. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was, you know, everything I learned like website design and then documented the entire process of my van build. Um, learn email marketing, like apply that to my blog. So that again, is something I could offer a business as a service. And then um, learning how to run like paid advertisements on like Facebook and Instagram and linking your profiles to make more efficient. So it's all just an experience. Like I wanted the experience, but I did it kind of as my own business using the van as my uh, vessel to do that. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So tell me about any like kind of like experiences that you've had. Have you run into like some craziness? Um, nothing negative. I mean, it's been, you know, there's been little glitches here and there, like where, you know, I had some issues with the van, but I always say like God provides for everything. And every time I've had Mm -hmm. an issue, like there's been a person in place to help me with that. Um, so for instance, like I, when I first built the van, my electric system was set up correctly, but like one of the parts wasn't efficient to make the entire system efficient. Like if that, right. it wasn't working properly. Um, 
So I wasn't able to like recharge my batteries and I was constantly having to like plug in a backup battery charger to recharge them and then barely running off of solar. Um, so I got to South Dakota and they were having a lot of issues with the fires. So the haze was um, impacting my solar panel that was charging, like something I could have never expected. But when my solar panel was my main source of energy and I wasn't getting anything from that, then I was like really in trouble. Um, so uh, this girl had messaged me on Instagram saying, oh, like this is my city. If you come here and visit, I'd love to get coffee. And like, let me know if you need anything. And like, I was like, well, hey, um, can I come plug in at your house? Because <laughs> my van needs to be charged. <laughs> and she was more than willing. Um, I spent the day recharging my van at her house. And she was awesome. Like her friend was awesome. They helped me with trying to look at the electric setup. But now we're all friends. And like, I'll go back and visit them. Uh, another time I got stuck. There's a really bad snowstorm in Denver. and then another like friend from Delaware who I hadn't seen in years messaged me and she was like you can come stay with us for the night I was like oh thank goodness it was cold out that's wild like you really have to put like trust in people yeah I mean it's kind of still like use common sense to make sure you know like you're not putting yourself in unsafe situations Mm mm-hmm but at the same time, I've had some awesome experiences just saying yes to people inviting me, you know, out to get coffee um, or like just talking to people like I, I go to church if I'm like in a town. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just by saying yes and being more open to talking to strangers, I've had some really cool experiences and like heard some great stories about what they've done in their lives and where they've traveled um, and, you know, what their hopes are for with you know, work and, you know, families. So it's been really cool. Like the people are probably my favorite thing out of this. Sightseeing is cool, but I've met some really awesome people. Yeah. I think that would honestly be the hardest part for me if I was to do it would be the trusting people thing. But, but yeah, kudos to you. Cause that's, that's crazy. I think you, it's, you gotta use common sense, but at the same time, like believing the best in people and you know mm-hmm. giving them the chance to show you their best i think yeah. it's important but have you learned anything has anything changed in you by doing this like has this like brought something out in you that you've never noticed about yourself or have you learned something different about yourself for, through this experience so far um first i mean there's i feel like i'm a better person than I was per se, you know, two years ago. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm not always the most patient person, but I feel like I've learned patience. Yeah. Um, and being more like empathetic to other people, which my some of my other friends would have told me I was not empathetic before. Right. <laughs> I was too blunt. But I think I don't know. I just I really try and like see the best in people mm-hmm. and make the best out of every experience so i don't know i feel like it's just kind of made me grow up a little yeah i can imagine that you're more patient because just dealing with you know of course there's going to be problems with the van you know what i mean and you're not like a mechanic so it's just like you got to have patience with that 
and to and to hope that someone yeah, comes along sure. or someone can help you out with that you know and even just like little things before I probably you know at the end like it's not the end of the world and to let something that I'm not gonna th- like I try and think to myself if I'm not even gonna think about it in five years I'm not gonna give it five minutes of my time to be upset or stressed about like it's something mm-hmm. so small it's not worth my energy yeah what's co- what's a couple of places that you would kind of say like oh this is the top like this is number one place that i loved being in oh. um oh it's, it's hard because there's like so i want to go back to every single place i just came from um montana and Utah were probably two of my favorites because I'd never been to either of them. Utah completely surprised me because I thought it was going to be, you know, like a lot of the red rocks and desert, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's got lakes and mountains and just every type of scenery you can imagine. And I didn't expect the mountains and the snow part. I mean, Utah obviously in the winter gets snow, but when I was in the desert and then I would be in mountains with snow like later that day. So that yeah, was pretty cool. But I, I loved Montana and I like Wyoming was cool. Cause I love the whole like cowboy feel. I would totally, mm-hmm. I would love to work on a ranch. I think it would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you should do that so, for like yeah. a week or a couple of days or something. Just park the van and just be like, Hey, can I work for a couple of days or something like that? You know what I mean? I, I think that's probably what I'm going to do this summer. Um, is try and make some roots and even just get like a fun summer job in Montana or Wyoming. I think it would be great. That'd be sick. That'd be so cool. Yeah. I'm like, I will shovel horse stalls. If you like, <laughs> let me pet the horses. <laughs> I don't Dang, need it. Well, I don't need it glamorous. Like I'll do work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like my brother, he lives in San Diego now and he actually went on like uh it wasn't cross country, but it was like mostly out west kind of trip for his like scootering to film and stuff like that. Oh cool. And he was in Utah and uh I totally forgot that's where they filmed high school musical. So what? he took yeah. So he took a he got a picture in front of the uh the high school where they did the um movie. I didn't know that, but I'm a big high school musical fan. That's oh no, next soundtrack. time you go, you gotta yeah, you gotta get a picture like that. Oh, I will. I didn't know it was in Utah. I had no yeah. idea. I don't know where in Utah it is, but I'm pretty sure it's out there. Yeah. Google knows. I'll find out. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy. But so how long do you think this will go on for you? Like how long will you continue to? I imagine I'll do it probably for another year um, and then kind of like see, like use this year to like, you know, visit the U.S. and like see a bunch of places, but then also look for somewhere that maybe I'd want to live like after I'm done driving around. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably do it for at least another year as long as I can, you know, financially report, support myself and right. I'm enjoying it. Like if I like, Oh, I hate this, then I won't, you know, then I'll just be done. Right. So or have you, I have you been to every years. state? No, not even close. Oh, okay. um, when I left in, and I only count it as a state, like if I did something there, like oh yeah, yeah. Drive, driving through to me doesn't count as go. Oh, another van just drove by me. I get so excited. Like look out the window, <laughs> like oh, hey, you want to be friends? <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, oh, so when I left in September, 
I drove straight to South Dakota and then I did like the West. Um, I wanted to be there for hunting season. So that's why I just like went straight there and I had to do it before it got cold. Did you hunt there or? I didn't hunt in South Dakota, but I met up with a friend from PA Actually, we we weren't friends at the time. We were friends on Instagram, but we'd never met in person. Um, and he invited me to come join his antelope hunt in Nebraska. And it was only an hour and a half south. So I was like, uh, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. We shook hands, introduced ourselves. I changed into some camo and then like hopped in his truck and we went and scouted for antelope. And then I ended up staying there for five days with him. Mm-hmm. It was the hardest thing I've ever done, but it was so much fun. We had to eat great time. That's crazy. Yep, how how long have I, you been into hunting? I I started hunting when I was like in college or maybe like right when I graduated college. Yeah, I think it was when I graduated college when I lived in PA. So not long. I don't have much to show for it. But like if someone's willing to teach me, I will gladly be there to put in the work to learn. Yeah, I mean, growing up, I always thought I wanted to hunt, but then I got older and I just became more sensitive to it. Well, I'm just like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I can't tell you how many hours I've spent hunting and then, you know, how many harvests I have to show for it. So the amount, right. I really think that's honestly where I started to appreciate nature and being outside was when I started mm-hmm. hunting. Like I didn't have the same love for the outdoors until then and i i I think every person should hunt once or twice in their life you know whether you're bring even like you don't even have to bring a firearm or bow or anything with you or ever have an intention of you know shooting something Mm -hmm. but to like be out in the middle of nature like completely quiet like you hear the world wake up you know if you have the ability or someone with you who can call to animals like you're literally speaking to animals they're speaking back or like you're changing the way that they're moving um it's just it's really cool to be able to like do that with in the wild and i think it gives you an appreciation that you wouldn't have otherwise so i really think everybody should do it yeah do you do you go to like any certain spots where like when you visit a certain state to like just enjoy the nature part of it because a lot of states have some beautiful like landscape it's crazy a lot of the bm blm land um is just insane like i the some of the coolest camping spots it's just and it's i it it amazes me that it's free like how can Mm -hmm. this be free it's beautiful there's campgrounds um some of them have like pit toilets some of them have water fillips other ones you're literally just in the middle of nowhere but it is insane like how pretty it is and that you know it's completely free just take care of the land you know clean up after yourself clean up when you get there yeah but it's not like you're off in a like boring campground. Like you're out in the mountains or out in the desert, out on the side of a lake, like just insane scenery for free. Yeah. I mean, it's the craziest thing. And, and you were planning to do this before the pandemic, right? Yes. Cause yeah. I see, I saw an article yesterday on, uh, what was it? USA Weekly or something like that. And it was about so many people doing the van life. 
you know? Yeah, I kind of, I mean, if I had known, if I had known the pandemic was was gonna hit, I probably, one, I would have stayed with my job longer because Mm. I ended up getting stuck at home. Like I had my van mostly ready to go, but then all the gyms closed across the nation, mm-hmm. which was my shower option. Yeah. Um, coffee shops were closed. So like you couldn't sit down to work anywhere. And it was, and I was like, you know, where would I get water filled up? So it was like all the things that I could have obviously gone in my van and, you know, parks were still open sometimes, but it was everything else that came with it. So that's kind of why I got stuck. But man, if like we built my van almost in a month in january no in february so it was freezing cold and then i'm stuck at home throughout the summer and it's you know 80 and sunny and i'm just like would have been a great time to build a van (laughs) right exactly oh hindsight you know who would have known we'd have this pandemic but i have heard of a lot of people and i know a bunch of people where they did like you know maybe they got laid off or maybe they went to um working from home and then they built vans during covid i was like good for you guys you know use this time to accomplish something but i I didn't know that was gonna happen so do you see a big difference between the states that you go to with like their covid protocols and stuff you know or is it kind of like the same oh no absolutely it's it's different um i forget what state i was in it was a lot stricter oh maybe i was in colorado i think okay um and I was like in the gym. I, I think I had to do something for my van on the internet or like make phone calls. Mm-hmm. And they had like signs on the couch, um, like in the black card lounge, like, cause occasionally I would sit there and do work, you know, I'm by myself. I'm not around anyone. Like I'll wear my mask. Mm-hmm. And the girl was like, no, she's like, we really just want you to get in and get out. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> she's like i mean you can like make a phone call quick but then we want you to leave and i was just kind of shocked i'm like i'm not near anyone i'll wear my mask um but it was it was different and like there's just some things that make absolutely no sense like when they would you know cross off showers but yeah. you let you use the gym like how like just dumb stuff where it's like this makes no sense at all mm-hmm. um so a lot of those like super liberal cities, it's just not yeah. a pleasant experience to be in because um, there's not a lot of rational applied to why they do things. But, yeah, they're just trying to make it seem like, oh, we're doing something. Yeah, and it's you like, know? but that doesn't make any sense. Right, like no one's health is going to be better or worse because of this limitation you just did. It's just kind of like a pain for everyone who's trying to use that. I mean, it's definitely, you still have to like take precautions and I always try and be respectful of wherever I am, like, yeah. you know, whatever rules they have in place. But at the same time, some of these people are just not the brightest and can't, like, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. So I try and avoid those places because it's just, it's stressful. Like, it's, oh, I'm sure, yeah. especially when you need to take a shower and you can't. Yeah. And I'm like, why uh, could I work <laughs> out in your gym? But I can't take a shower. shower. Like it just doesn't. And like some truck stops, there was places where, like, why can we all walk around in here? But showers and like the places themselves would be like, yeah, we don't know. Like it doesn't make sense, but we'll get fined if we let you use them. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. It's a, it's a weird. It's a weird situation to be in. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, you rationalize what makes you feel better. I feel like for some of it, whereas it's not logical. Yeah, I don't know. But what do you think uh, someone needs mentally to do to do like this van life thing to like travel the country? You know, does it? Do you have to have a certain mentality to do it, or like, what do you think? Um, I think that everyone probably could develop it, but being independent for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it's you're alone by yourself a lot. So if you're not okay being by yourself, you would not thrive. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, you know, I'd beg to ask you, like, why aren't you okay being by yourself like do you need a constant distraction um and i feel like a lot of people just like aren't really happy with themselves so they have to be constantly with someone or they have to be texting someone or watching tv and it's like just can you sit in silence literally it is so hard because everybody multitasks these days with a thousand things going on and Mm -hmm. they're not okay with silence um so i think it goes you can become a more independent person but it definitely helps if you start out like that. I think it would be kind of hard. Yeah. How are your but. parents doing with this? Do, like, do they check? <laughs> do they check in on you like every couple seconds? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, <laughs> like before I left, you know how like iPhone sharing, you can share your location. Yeah, yeah. So I I showed them that, and I shared my location with them, and it is like an extreme sport to them. Like my sister said, she goes <laughs> over there for dinner, and like every ten minutes, they're like, oh. Allie is like not at Walmart anymore. Oh, now she's at Planet Fitness and I'll just get a random text sometime like, oh, I see you're here. Like, how is it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so they, they check in all the time. And then, um, two Christmases ago, I they're like, you know, what do you want? Cause my birthday is right after Christmas. So they were asking for ideas and I was like, don't give me anything unless it's going in the van because I don't need more stuff. Um, and my mom got me a satellite phone. So it was more a present for okay, her. Yeah, but yeah. It works um, off the satellites, like, you know, floating in space. Right. But if I have cell service, I use that one. So I try and be good about communicating where I am all the time. So what do you do on like your spare time when you're not driving to somewhere different? Like once you stop, like what do you do? It just depends on where I am. Okay. Um, I do a lot of hiking like in national parks or I, you know, work online, mm-hmm. um, depending on if I have customers at the time for you know, digital marketing mm-hmm. or sometimes I'll read. But like yesterday I was in, I'm at the beach right now in Florida and I was just on the beach by myself and there's volleyball courts. It's like, oh, I want to play so <laughs> bad. So then I finally saw, <laughs> I saw some people come up and I was like, can I play with you? <laughs> and oh, then they're like, yeah, cool. sure. I'll play. We, we played volleyball for three hours. <laughs> and then we they're like, well, we're going to get tacos. So you want to come? And it was a hodgepodge of different people who at one point or another had just joined in to play volleyball together. And then we went out for tacos afterwards. And now I'm in a volleyball group chat for Florida. And I was Dang. like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm staying here. There's volleyball courts. That's all I want to do is play volleyball. <laughs> that's awesome that you're in Florida though. Cause that's one of the best places to be during this time. Well, it was really my only option because it's the only place that's warm right now. Right. 
So I'm kind of just waiting um, for the rest of the U.S. to thaw out yeah. and then I'll head west again. But yeah, it is nice because um, it's hard being in the van when it's cold out. Even if I were to have a heater inside, mm-hmm. I mean, like even cleaning the van, it's easier when you can have the doors open. Um, you can put stuff outside like it just it makes it very hard when it's cold outside. So yeah. now being here, it's a much more pleasant experience. So what do you do since you're with your cat? What do you do with the cat when you like leave the van? Just leave them there? Uh, she just chills she- in here. <laughs> um, she is normally like sitting on if there's somewhere um, like if I'm in a city or something with people mm-hmm. walking around. She'll be like face pressed on the glass, just like people watching all day or if oh, there's okay. birds. I mean, she's like running back and forth in the van, like chasing birds to the front and chasing birds to the back. Or she sleeps. Cats sleep a lot. Yeah. But if I'm somewhere like um, camping during the day and I'm working from my van or just hanging out, like I'll have the door open and put her on a leash and then she just kind of chills. Like, you know, or we go on walks. She Like we do that in the morning, but she's pretty chill. She's a cool cat. So do you have any, do you have any like hobbies, like other than like work and stuff? Uh, I don't know. Do you read a lot on the road or do you listen to podcasts or? I do podcasts when I drive. Okay. Um, I'm like trying to stock up on some because I finished all my series. I generally listen to like crime podcasts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, at night, generally when, you know, you live in an apartment or a house, you watch TV before bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read instead. And one thing I've noticed is I sleep so much better in my van. And I don't waste time like I do when I have a TV in front of me. Um, right. It's just so much easier to, like, click next episode um, and just, you know, end up watching three or four shows or staying up all night and then sleeping in all morning because – now you need to sleep and it's just like you don't you waste so much time in front of the tv and that's what i realized like i yeah. i definitely do so i try and read before bed and then like you know how your brain works it naturally like puts you to sleep compared to blue light from a tv it's yeah. gonna keep you up longer right what would it like your uh like your basic everyday i mean your day is gonna be different every different day you know what i mean but like take us through like your day like from waking up to like, what time do you like wake up? Um, so it, d- it really depends. I generally wake up between, it really depends on where I am. And if I've like the blinds down or if the blinds are up, but like I try and wake up between like seven thirty and nine. Hmm. So if I'm somewhere where there's a lot of people and I have to have all the blinds down, then it's really dark and that can be hard to wake up. Um, but naturally I try and like, you know, wake up when the sun comes up, um, make coffee, clean up the van, make my bed. So it's easier when you start with things clean. Um, then if I'm in a city, I generally will go to the gym first, um, gym shower and go to a coffee shop, um, get some work done on my computer. And then normally like play outside in the afternoon. I love to play outside. <laughs> and then, um cook dinner in the van make lunch i pretty much eat most of my meals in the van then before bed i'll just chill you know sometimes i get to meet up with friends if i'm around but normally like work in the morning and then 
do some sort of outdoor activity almost every day. It's yeah. very rare that I would stay in the van from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. Right. Unless it's like raining or something, right? Yeah. But even then, like I would generally go to the gym or a coffee yeah. shop, something just to get out of the van to break it up. Yeah. It is a small space if you're in here 24 seven. Do you get a lot of people hitting you up like on social media? They're like, oh, come by us or come by us. You know what I mean? Like come visit us or something like that. Yes and no. Um, if I post where I'm going ahead of time, I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, like I'm in this area. And some of those have been my favorite experiences so far. Like I just met up with um, someone who said they were following me for a while now and I'd never you know we'd never talked before mm-hmm. but he said hey I'm in Tampa would you want to get coffee and I was like yeah like let's go and he's like tomorrow morning yep let's do it <laughs> and we had so much fun like we just are very similar people um he is in the army right now I hope I got that right but he wants to travel and we were talking about like I was like, well you can do so many cool things because he's a pilot I'm like you know, like there's so many fun jobs and outdoor things. And we were talking about places we like to like travel to or where we want to go. And it's just like someone totally random. Never, never talked to him before, but we had a great time. Um, and even some other people like, you know, maybe it's someone I knew from college, but we weren't exactly like good friends. Right. But I've gone and met up with them and they've been a tour guide for a city I've never been to. And it's kind of nice that like they're going out of their way. Um to let me know that they're there, even if it's something like where to go wrong with my van or I needed something, knowing that I know someone in a city is always um, like, it's just calming to know yeah. you could call someone if something happened. And I think it's so dope that you got that. You have that kind of like personality that can do this. You know what I mean? Like I keep ima- help. I'm very outgoing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I keep imagining myself trying to do it. I'm like, bro, there's no way like I would talk to someone to help me with anything or, you know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah, I love, it, I can help me outgoing. Yeah. Like I love, I'm in very independent. I can be by myself. That's no problem. But once it comes to like, I need help with my van or something, like it won't go and it won't start. I'm not someone that calls somebody like, oh, okay, can you help me? You know what I mean? Or I'm going to go play volleyball with these guys, you know, stuff like that. It it makes for great experiences. And I think that part of that, you know, where you ask what type of person you could bring yourself to be that person. You know, if you're you're not okay with going up to strangers, well, why not? Like, Mm -hmm. why are you nervous? I'm not calling you out, but I'm like, you know, are you nervous that they, they would reject you or, you know, that you might not like them? Because I might go out for coffee or drinks with someone and I might not like them, but like that's, we don't have to be the exact same person. We don't have to have the same views on everything, but I could still learn from them um, and their experiences. And so I think being outgoing, it would help. And, you know, just put yourself out there. Like you can't be afraid of someone saying no or failing. Right. um, Because yeah, you just got to go all in and amazing things happen when you can do that. Yeah. And I wish I could, you know, I mean, I'm working on it. You can do it. You can do it. (laughs) But like, I think my biggest thing is the trust thing because you know how long it took me to even like take my first Uber. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> Uber could be scary, okay? But that's what I'm saying. Uber could be, you're getting in a vehicle with them. Like, I drive myself to meet with people. Like, right, Ubers, yeah. I could see that being scary. Yeah, because even my my sister was making fun of me. She was like, she was like, um, she was like, Ben, you're big as shit. Like, why are you scared? And I was like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, like what if they give you poison water? I never drink water. Poison water. I mean, I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> don't eat the snacks. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about like might they might have a gun or something. I don't know. I don't know what their life is. Yeah. But, well, that's why you know when I say use common sense, like I always. Right. Meet people in public places. I always drive myself there. I went camp. This girl invited me to go camping with her and her friends. And she was, I was meeting them later. And I like, right at the last minute, I was like, oh crap. Uh, maybe I should have asked her like who these friends are. Yeah. I was like, are they guys, yeah. girls? Like, I literally had no idea. I'm rolling up in like the Utah desert. I was like, I have no idea who I'm meeting right now. That's crazy. So this girl, this girl came running over and flagged me down. I was like, yes another chick at least <laughs> um <laughs> but i was thinking to myself i was like you know what worst case scenario i hate them all and i drive away yeah. like i'm in my van i can leave at any time now they were all super dope we got along great hung out for a few days we're all friends now and like we'll probably all travel again together soon but if i didn't want to stay i could have just left right do you ever get like people like banging on your van or anything um, not so much my van because it doesn't exactly show like a camper van from the outside. Okay. And that's why I intentionally like kept it white. Um, and I don't have any like stickers or anything on it mm-hmm. because I wanted to be able to blend in. Yeah. Um, for safety, like as a solo female. Right. I would have loved to make it like army green or something super cool. Right. But for me, it was more of a safety concern. Um, but they, I think other people definitely get that when they can tell it's a camper van. They're like, oh, can I see the inside? Or when they're somewhere that maybe they shouldn't be, that they're more obvious. Yeah. Whereas I, I blend in with all the construction vans. Right, right. Cause that, I mean, that would that would freak me out too. Is just like if, it, if I'm sleeping or something and then people start coming around and they just want to know what's in there. Yeah, I think that if you have like a super cool vehicle, you might get that more. But yeah, but since you blend in, you probably don't, right? Yeah, I one time my friend and I we were sitting in my van in her neighborhood, and we had the lights on inside, and these two little kids—I mean, they were probably like nine—I don't know what little is—but they drove by on their bikes, and they're like, "Oh wow, this is so cool! Like, we need this for our treehouse." And I think it was like they're referring to the ladder on the back. But I mean, they were like right on. I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to climb on the van. Okay. I was like, and we're sitting here. I'm like, because my windows are blacked out. I'm like, how do they not see us? Like, they're going to climb on the van and we're sitting right here. And then they came back. They're like, whoa. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, how do they not see us? I'm sitting right next to the window with the lights on. It was hilarious. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know what to do right now. I don't want to scare them. Like, they're little kids. Yeah. But it was so weird. <laughs> that was my only time that someone was like, peeking in then i've had weird stuff oh my gosh i was in a parking lot and this lady like came behind my van to like change out of her spanks and i'm like no Nuh-uh. i'm in here I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> I like, oh my gosh it, yeah it gets good laughs or, like people are like oh my gosh like look at this kitty cat and i'm just watching them and I, they just don't know i'm in here so it's oh, great that's funny watch. good people watching <laughs> oh i bet 
You you never dealt with like any homeless people like trying to be around your van or anything, have you? No. No, that's good. I mean, good. I generally, I mean, I always park in public places. I always try and park, you know, I park in the back of like big parking lots because it's easier to manage. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of large vehicle, but you know, I'm I generally try and pick safe places. I don't like staying in cities. I don't feel comfortable, so I haven't had much of that issue with. You know, or like homeless people. But. Right. What are other van people like? Are they similar to you or like we're more weird? <laughs> I think van people are unique yeah, because yeah, everybody's yeah. got a different story. And like I was just with a group. There's I think there's like 10 or 12 of us. Um, one of them's like retired. She lives in her van full time. Another one was a paramedic who is working on her nursing degree so she can be a travel nurse. Another one was a skydiver who was a travel reporter. And she just quit that job to um, get into e-commerce. She started her own business online. Someone else was a YouTuber. Um, One of them was just like this kid chilling. I don't don't remember what he did for work, but like he was in a Prius just like hanging out with like... (laughs) There's people of every group. I mean, I think I'm definitely the oddball because I'm, uh, how do I say this? I consider myself a nomad because I like to travel, but like hippies a little more liberal and I'm like. What's nomad mean? Nomad is someone like who travels around, like no exact like destination. Whereas I feel like people associate the word hippie with like doing like weed and stuff yeah yeah and you know i know it's legal in some places and to each their own i just choose not to do that yeah Um, but like i like hunting which you barely you really don't get a lot of van lifers um who hunt um and like on sundays i try and go to church Mm -hmm. if i'm in a city where there's or like if i'm in the middle of nowhere then i'll just you know do my own division that day so i think in that aspect i'm a little different but then again, I have met some people like me and I, being able to talk with people who are different than you mm-hmm. is cool, though. Like, if that makes sense. So I'm not going to be like, oh, you're, you know, a different type of hip, like no matter hippie and you like where we can all still be friends. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, and I think uh, what I was thinking about was since you said like you go to church and stuff, has this done anything with your um like walking in your faith, has this made you like stronger in your faith? Has this done anything uh, to build your faith in Christ? I think for me, it's more about trust and control. Okay. That because I'm in a situation that's you know, it's not planned mm-hmm. every day. <laughs> There's Jenkins. I'm like, say hi. Oh my Aww. gosh. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. I know. I wish I could have screenshot uh. that. <laughs> horrible oh my goodness um so when i do find myself in situations like that i'm getting stressed out or things aren't going as planned you know i try and start naturally fixing them and like making it better and then i have to remind myself like ali like you're trying to control everything like pray about it first and then talk about it or like then seek other solutions but every like you know like god provides i just need to trust him that you will so for me it's like you know learning to let go of the control is definitely um you know something i've tried to work on a lot 
and I notice more, I guess, with a situation like this. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely, I can definitely see that. Uh, do you find yourself like praying more? Do you find yourself uh, reading the Bible more now that you're like by yourself and? I do. I, you know, I, I like a lot of other people, like every year I'd probably say, I'd be like, Oh, I'm going to do more devotions this year. Um, I'm going to read my Bible more. And then it's just like, well, let me do this. Like I've got to do this, this, and this first, Mm -hmm. and then I'll do that. And it's just when you have all these other things to distract you, it's much harder. So by limiting my distractions, I, you know, I do find myself doing my devotion more making um, time for church because before, I, I mean, being totally realistic and honest, when I lived in an apartment, me and my friends would go out, you know, to a bar, we'd go dancing and we'd, or even like have a bonfire, but then we're staying up till two in the morning and church comes around. I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I'll go to the second service. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, kind of slept too late. Like I'm not ready. So, I, you know, it's just like, I, it's really easy to make excuses. And when you limit the things that you bring into your life, like by doing something like this, I feel like it makes it easier to concentrate on the things that you want to do instead of all the distractions. Right. Would this, would doing this be something that you would like say that people should do? I mean, maybe not as long as you're doing it, but maybe, I mean, kind of isolating yourself and maybe not even doing just a van life thing. Maybe just isolating yourself and just getting away to something different yes i think that everybody at some point um like move away from your hometown Mm -hmm. because it's gonna force you to have different life experiences you'll probably grow up um and just like see the world and like appreciate other people and other places because we're like you can always go back but like open your mind to what else is out there not just what you're comfortable with and what you know so whether that's moving somewhere new or traveling for a bit and like, you know, don't maybe not always like travel to like all the tourist spots or I don't know. It just, I think that everybody should, you know, leave their hometown at some point because yeah, you grow up, yeah. um, you learn about yourself, you learn about other places. And I think that it's beneficial and everybody should do it. Yeah. I mean, and that's the same kind of, uh, kind of talk I had with my brother when he was deciding whether he wanted to go out west and move to California. You know, he was very like, uh, kind of weary about it. You know, but now it's like the best decision he's ever made. And I was because like, it's, it's scary. It's scary doing things where it's unknown. Oh yeah. But like, it's like it's you don't have control over everything do things that scare you because it gives you the opportunity to grow. And like, you can always go back. It's not like they're going to close the door in your hometown and be like, Oh no, sorry. You left. You're you're out. Like you can go back, like get outside your comfort zone. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's the hardest part is it's scary because it's unknown. So just, yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing for humans is just that fear of the unknown and being uncomfortable. And like you said, like you have to, to grow you have to be uncomfortable. You have to put yeah. yourself in those positions, no matter what it is, whether it be for work, for your health, for whatever. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct. It's, you know, being, being okay with uncomfortable. Like it's, it's not always fun, but. Yeah. How long did it take you to get comfortable with what you're doing? 
Um, probably like, uh, well, it's, I don't know. Because I started out West mm-hmm. where it was public land. So like that made it easier compared to, um, you know, trying to do it on the East Coast would be very difficult. And even right now, I know some other friends who are on the East Coast where they've been, you know, they even like paid for camp spots um, and they've had like negative reactions or been treated poorly mm. because people like don't exactly like van life sometimes. Um, it is growing. And so I think that as a van lifer, you need to be respectful of like what you're doing, where you're parking um, and things like that. Cause it's, it is weird. It's uncharted territory. I think that's the word. What would be an example but, of that though? What would be an example of someone not liking them? Like how so? Cause I don't so get that. I've never, had, I've never had a bad experience, but like I've, right. I've seen it like a few times this week and I've asked my friends, I'm like, why, like, why did that happen? Like one of them was camping and they paid for a tent spot mm-hmm. and they were the only ones at this park and the ranger came up and kicked them out because they were sleeping in their van. And he's like, well, you took a spot away that could have been a potential tent But they paid camper. for it. Exactly. Like, I it don't understand. Matter. I'm like, I would have thrown a fit. Like, I'll, I'll throw a fit for that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. And I guess maybe I, – I think that's why you have to be, like, extra respectful. Like, make sure – like, sleep in places that you're allowed to sleep in. You know, yeah. be respectful with where you put your trash. Like, you know, don't just dump trash in dumpsters where it's not allowed. Like, you know, I just keep, like, little trash bags. So when I go to Walmart and I go buy things or I'm in the Dunkin' parking lot and I'm buying something, like, then I'll, you know, throw my trash out in a trash can that I'm allowed. Yeah. Um, like, you know, making sure if you're, like, gray water, that you're dumping it in places that are appropriate and that you're not dumping, um, you know, things that will be harmful to the environment. So, yeah, I don't know. I really don't get why people would be mean, but... I think it has that like homeless and hippie stigma to it. Yeah. You know, Maybe. like people don't know that people are doing this on purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even some people, I've had some people like, Walmart doesn't want you to do that. And I'm like, well, you know what? Walmart makes so much money off of me because every time I sleep in a Walmart parking lot, you know, I'll call first, make sure that I'm allowed mm-hmm. to stay there. Um, but every single time, every time I go in and buy something, whether I need it or not, and I'm like, they're making money off of me. Did I like, yeah. So as long as the establishment is okay with it, yeah. then I think some people are just jealous and they have to be mean because they want to do something cool, but yeah. And I think sometimes people it. think they're standing up for something where they're just being ignorant and stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like don't be bitter. If you want to do something cool, go do it. You don't want to be mean and jealous to the other people. Yeah, Exactly. So what's what's kind of um, some advice that you would give someone that wants to do the van life thing and wants to go out and, you know, and it could be anything, just like having to do with the van, like make sure you have to have this, that kind of stuff. Another van just drove by. There friends. you go. <laughs> More friends. <laughs> More friends. I'm oh, maybe I'll get a knock on their window later. Um, biggest advice would be don't let like the pictures fool you um Mm. because it's not always glamorous yeah 
and it doesn't have to be as expensive as a lot of other people make it out to be. Like I built my van on a budget. Um, and everyone always tells me like, that's probably one of the, the, the question I get asked them is how much did I spend on it? And like what my costs are. And I think before I ever answer that, I tell them like, you know, pick your budget, what you're able to spend and then pick your vessel. Yeah. So yeah. whatever you're going to transform, because I've seen some crazy vessels because sometimes like it's something so weird. Like people have done trailers. Um, I saw a horse trailer one time. I, I wanted to go in there, but they were never home when I was there. <laughs> um, people have done like SUVs. I've seen converted ambulances. So you don't have to buy a brand new van. You can buy a used van. Mm -hmm. um, if you're a good mechanic, you can buy a really old van. But like pick a number, stick to it. And then, you know, do what's within your limits. I just, you know, wrote a long response back to someone who said he was going to be traveling in his Nissan Ultima. And he was kind of like bummed out about it. He's like, but that's like, you know, I can't afford a van. I'm like, don't like embrace the opportunity. You're going for it. So congratulations on just going for it. You know, here's a few tips that will make it easier to do it. But like, don't put yourself down because maybe you can't do it to the extent you want but just go get started yeah whether yeah. you know you want to do outdoors and stuff like go buy yourself a tent then first mm -hmm. tent 30 dollars um and go camping and do it like on a miniature scale like you don't have to do it so big but like just get out there do something outside your comfort zone um and then you ask people questions like if you want to do something that they're already doing like reach out to them because chances are most people want to help you if you just ask i just didn't know who to ask so i just did it off a blog post and i was so naive and now i have a bunch of friends and we all ask each other questions like about building or you know we've been able to like mentor other people who are doing their builds so it's a it's a cool community yeah and that's why i wanted to talk to you because like now People can see like, okay, what's her, what's the good things about it? What's the bad things about it? What am I going to see when I go out there? You know, of course, they're going to have their own experience. They're not going to have the same one as you. But it's just yeah. like you give like a little, a little insight and a little um, maybe paint a little picture about what it could be. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Like everyone will have their own experience. Yeah. And it is what you make it like. I would say mine is a very casual experience just because I I conserve my funds so like I don't do a lot of you know like paid adventures when yeah. I go places like I do more outdoor stuff hiking like I you know cook most of my food so you can make it what you want to like you can spend what you want yeah well sounds good and Ali I thank you for doing this thank you so much for having me this was really fun it was. Once you got comfortable, like, it was good. I know, you know I wasn't, like, super awkward about it. <laughs> yeah, once it got comfortable, like, we, we were vibing, you know? It was good. Yes, good stuff. All good stuff. All right, well, I think I just uh, hope that you stay safe and just keep enjoying yourself and have fun doing it. All right, thank you very much. All right, I'll see you. All right. All right, bye.